Alrighty, hello everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Chell Stars podcast. Uh, my name is Max, and today alongside of me we have uh, Kyle and Mikey. Say hello, boys. What's going on, guys? I'm Mikey. How's it going? It's Kyle. <laughs> Perfect. So this has been a long time running for this podcast. We've joked about it for quite some time. Um, <laughs> so today, I mean, the very first episode, we're jumping in right at a crazy time, uh, for the NHL. Uh, we just had the NHL entry draft just a couple days ago. We're going to be talking about that today. Uh, so just our winners and losers, as well as, uh, all of the trades that we've seen. And then we're just going to do a little bit of a free agency prediction. So, uh, why don't one of you kind of start us off, introduce yourself if you want. No, you did a great job, Max. Uh, I can start out, though, uh, jumping into the entry draft. Um, mm-hmm. Crazy chain of events with with uh, Shane Wright dropping to fourth overall. Yeah, yeah I, I, didn't, I can't say I didn't see it coming or anything. That's crazy. Like, yeah. The dude, dude was projected to go first since he was, like, a kid, you know? And then he just yeah. drops down to fourth like that. So yeah. what are your guys' thoughts on that? Why do you think he dropped? I heard it was his <sighs> cockiness and his ego. Yeah, it's hard to say entirely behind the scenes. It could have been between that or just uh, Montreal. I mean, we'll get into them picking your eye, but it could have just been more of a almost what they're looking for and more NHL-ready, possibly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm guessing, too. It was like a, I also heard something about like the team meeting wasn't that great compared to like Slavkovsky's and everything like that so I don't know what happened in it but apparently that was like a decision maker as well mm-hmm. I think that's stare down by Shane Wright <laughs> when he finally got drafted at fourth overall kind of kind of really showed me a lot on on his character yeah honestly yeah and even that, yeah. even just him every time they panned him panned to him on this in the stands he just did not look happy and very bitter look on his face. I mean, like, I see where he's coming from, but at the same time, like, you're still a top five pick in the NHL and you're going to be a great player. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, no matter where you go, like, you're going to be, like, this elite franchise player that's supposed to turn the team around, you know? So, mm-hmm. I mean, so that's a thing I kind of can understand why he's upset, but at the same time, he's got to roll with it. That's the thing is, like, he's he's yeah. living out every Canadian kid's dream playing in the NHL getting drafted like mm-hmm. and then he's he's still angry like <laughs> that's just a crazy concept yeah it's not gonna change much going first or fourth overall no. if anything and less pressure on one, him one thing though do you guys I, think he's gonna be in the NHL next season Seattle's weak enough he could yeah I could see it yeah Seattle it really depends on what Seattle does in free agency there's a lot yeah, of I was gonna say, like, who's gonna, them being aggressive. Who's going to play with him? Like, yeah. he, like Jared McCann on the wing? I don't know. Um, Jared yeah, McCann wouldn't be a bad yeah. option. But, like, if we're thinking, like, I mean, we'll get into it, but, like, yeah. them going for Kadri and Klingberg or some sort of combo of some pretty solid players, they have a ton of cap room, right? So Yeah, they got a ton yeah, of cap. No, they were... Pretty young, fresh team, so... Ronnie Francis I'm... can really do whatever he wants. <laughs> or just spend money terribly and put well, them in a terrible 
that's, that's what most free agencies are like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the roster, and their roster is honestly not terrible. Like, just like compared to how Vegas was, I think everybody had like this expectation that you know they were gonna draft players that were like, because I think wasn't there like Tarasenko available and like Rice, Tarasenko. those guys. Like everybody thought that. Everybody thought that's, that they were gonna. Those the thing, guys, they but... had some. They had some players. Like maybe that were a little bit overpaid, but like the value was there. Mm-hmm. For sure, oh, they yeah. could have drafted and 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 started the team off on a little bit better note, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and I mean, but, like worst yeah. comes to worst, like you can always, you know, like trade these players away, right after a season or something like that. I don't know, after, and after then kind of build your team from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, yeah. and and start to collect better prospects than drafting whoever the whoever they drafted, right? So. I th- yeah, I think Vegas just set the expectation extremely high with that run their first year and, like, good oh. on the management oh, and owners and everybody. Like, they built a crazy team and they still have a crazy team today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, so. yeah. Yeah, they definitely mm-hmm. took advantage of, of the hand that they were dealt with teams just panicking. Like, like that's one thing Seattle didn't have going for them is 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 everyone knew how it went for Vegas and they're like, we're not going to give seattle all these picks to choose someone specific like mm-hmm. yeah protect who we can protect and then leave the rest up to bag or to, to to the kraken so yeah that's a that was a big point of their expansion draft is they did they didn't make a single trade with any team uh you know for like kind of like side deals so don't pick this guy they didn't make any whereas vegas probably made like with over half the teams <laughs> absolutely and so. they were given given players like like Riley Smith, Alex and... Talk, um, yeah, just yeah, like players that turned out so well for them and made them, well, what they are now, <laughs> like literally gifted. Oh yeah, towards. they got from Florida uh, Riley Smith and Marcheseau, <laughs> two of their top six guys. <laughs> Wasn't that their top line in year one? Yeah, pretty much. With with Carlson in the middle. Yeah, which went to the Stanley Cup final. <laughs> crazy Perfect. let's hop into our yeah. uh, winners and losers we'll probably get one winner and loser out of each of us um mikey let's hear your first winner of the first round or actually the entire draft well yeah well honestly looking at like highlight clips from slapkovsky slapkovsky um clearly montreal knew what they were doing he's a big body who can play the wing extremely well so i think he's gonna fit in well maybe with suzuki and caulfield potentially um, and I also think that Logan Cooley at number three, I've also watched some highlight clips from him too, and he looks like an, like a pretty insane uh, like goal scorer. So that'll help them out eventually when they get right right on track because Arizona's still awful. But yeah, and my... Uh, playing at ASU next year. I mean, also, I don't think I have any... like losers in the draft per se like we were talking about right already i thought he was gonna go first so i guess depending on how slavkovsky's first season goes then we can kind of base like you know what would what the better option would have been between those two but yeah i think my winners would be montreal at one and then logan cooley at number three yeah I, that's I, pretty I, fair yeah max what do you got uh, I'll I'll think about it for the winner in a second here, but for a loser, I I have to say the Islanders. I 
was not yeah. too impressed with that trade they did trading away the 13th pick for oh, yeah. Romanov hey. when yeah. there were so many rumors of if they were going to acquire uh, either to bring Cat with that trade, which they could have. I mean, Chicago traded away the seventh pick, which is only six away. Uh, <laughs> and instead, Literally. they got uh, Romanov, which I do like as a player, but the not big. Yeah, it's... exactly. It's a big pick to get rid of. Um, but I mean, and the Islanders not... also had like the Islanders also had like some shoes to fill because they traded away Taves, and then he just won a Stanley Cup with Colorado. Yes, yeah. And he was he's actually he's genuinely a good defenseman. He has great numbers, and they traded him away for two picks, I believe. Something like that. Yeah, two second so rounders. So they so they did need another defenseman. I mean, Romanov's a good D man, mm-hmm. so. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, they do have a very solid top four now. With, yeah, obviously both Romanov and uh, Dobson need to be signed in their RFA's, but Pelik yeah. and uh, Pulak are both signed. So I mean, if that top four is your, you know, it is signed long term, then that's pretty solid for them. Yeah, but well, what about your winner? What do you think? Uh, I'll send it over to Kyle. He can give a, out a winner. Yeah, for sure. Um, my winner is definitely going to be Seattle of this draft. The fact that they got Shane Wright mm-hmm. dropping a fourth overall for them. I I, th- I don't want to go all conspiracy theory, but like <laughs> Batman was really disappointed when Montreal was picking first overall. I think he wanted Seattle to have a shot at right. So um, kind of weird how things turned out. Um, but I mean, I, I don't think they can go wrong with Shane Wright at fourth overall. Like I, I think he's actually going to be the best player of the draft. Um, I, I think Montreal and and same with uh, same with the Devils at second. I think they both got kind of blinded by by trying to pick someone who 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 fit the position but wasn't the best player available. And I think I think that might hurt them in the future. Um, yeah, New Jersey but, definitely went for position. Yeah, which I totally oh, understand. I mean, they're forwarder. Are, are which yeah. Right? Like, they were talking about that. Like, if you pick right, they have Hughes, Heashier, Zaka, and now right. Like, that's a pretty... Yeah. Like, yes, you can obviously then move one of them, but it's a very... And then you're messing with, like, the chemistry and everything. Yeah, right? Right. Like, there's, there's so much into there. Messing with and the it... locker room at that point. Yeah. And, like, to be honest, like we mentioned earlier, Seattle needed any position. So, realistically, you know... If Shane Wright wasn't available, I don't know who they would have taken. They probably would have taken the guy New Jersey took, maybe, for defense. But like you talked about earlier, Seattle definitely could use any position. And they got a killer player. Yeah, that's... I was was, uh, was looking into some analytic things, and I also heard this on another show. Um, That Shane Wright has a 93% chance of developing into an NHL star. So Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you can, you can. I can see that with all of his, you know, he's very defensively minded forward, which is pretty hard to get into them nowadays. I would say, absolutely, yeah. So, no, especially with like the flair that a lot of kids exactly are in with. like, like, like defense is one of those things that can be taught. Where offensive instincts, it's harder to teach those. Mm-hmm. Um, but but if you're coming in out of the NHL draft as a two way star. Then it's gonna you, take a couple of years to yeah. to adjust to the NHL, but like, like Seattle's in a great position going forward. And I think yeah. they really needed that after their yeah they 
they might as well have won the lottery because they got the the projected first overall pick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I remember seeing the photoshops of Wright, Shane Wright in a Seattle jersey year like <laughs> years ago, and they like were just coming into existence. <laughs> so it's yeah. crazy that it actually happened, which goes along with your thing of uh, Batman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, my other winner um, was was Montreal just just as a whole. Uh, obviously, we already covered um, Slavkovsky. I think he's a little bit of a stretch at number one, but I think he's going to be a great player playing alongside Caulfield yeah. and, uh, and Suzuki. I think they just needed a big body, man. Like, who, yeah, what absolutely. bigger players on their team? What, like, Suzuki's a pretty big boy, but, like, who else is, like, there, you know? Like, Josh Anderson? Yeah, yeah. Josh Anderson, but he'll probably get traded um, just based off of yeah. where the team's headed. Um, obviously, Montreal still needs to add some defense, and trading away Romanov maybe wasn't wasn't mm-hmm. ideal, but to get Kirby Dock back, I think that that made them a winner in my mind because Montreal, for decades, has had awful center depth. Like, the last time they had yeah. two oh, yeah. centers was Saku Koivu and and, and Placanic playing 1-2. And even at that, like, like, like that was a lot. Kirby Dock is also a big guy, too. So, clearly they're going for something. Crazy skater. So, between Suzuki and Dock, man, you give them a couple of years, add a couple of defensemen in, in, onto that team. Mm-hmm. Get Carey Price's contract gone. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, and then, I don't know if I should keep on going with my winners, but I think any of the teams that that, that stole that stole the Russians that fell in the draft was awesome. Um, yeah. Both Washington and Dallas picked up picked up Russian players that 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 will be hopefully good in good NHLers. But um, I yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think actually Chicago at thirteen with Frank Nazar was a pretty good pickup too, in my opinion. The kid's got a killer shot. <clears throat> yeah yeah it's cool too because they also mentioned it on the broadcast as well about the russian players they seems like they're pretty safe cause, you know this whole scenario going over there right now we won't get into that but it seems like they're all pretty good here so they'll be able to hopefully get them to play some hockey over here which will be good for them yeah exactly but not so i mean Any other right. max yeah i mean <laughs> yeah. we kind of covered a fair good amount of them i think i do want to shout out we already kind of mentioned it but it'll lead us into our next topic which is trades but i think another winner it has to be ottawa with what they're doing right now and how deadly of a team they could be with the acquisition of debrinket and on the Uh, other end chicago (laughs) yeah we didn't mention them that much but uh man that is a mess right now I just don't understand it. Like, like I get new GM has a whole different vision for the team, but like, that's just a rough position to be in for him. And he didn't, he did not make good trades. No, I, um, I just like in, don't get that the vision of going wanting to go into rebuild fair, but you're trading away all of your young players. In in my mind, they were one decent free agent away from like squeaking into the playoffs. Oh yeah. Cause, cause their defense aren't aren't horrible. Like, like they have some contracts to resign and everything. I mean, Seth Jones is just an idiotic deal. <laughs> but, 
But they had one year here where they could really try to get into the playoffs, but they've decided not to, which is totally fine. They'll Yeah, so they have this will be the last year of the Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane contract, so ideally yeah. they could have still competed yeah. with them, but it seems they're going a totally different direction. I mean, and they're blowing up the team. Oh, not long. I don't. It'll probably be more in the season, I would say. But I could see them doing it this off season, just maximizing the value. I mean, maybe ideally, a, yeah, they do. Maybe getting a 2023 second round pick for him based on Kyle <laughs> Davidson's last year, <laughs> 13th overall pick or something. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, they're gonna be they're in a rough spot. Then all the rumors of trying to move Seth Jones. Even though that contract just started, who would take him on? Yeah. Arizona, Seattle, <laughs> yeah, Seattle, yeah, Seattle might. Seattle could, and you wouldn't have to pay a lot for him. That's for sure. Oh God! Well, they'd be given picks to you to take him. Yeah, I think like it'll be a Mrazic situation all over again. Yeah, I think Toronto That's didn't do Toronto. too poorly with that though. Because Mrazic, they went down, I believe it is, seven spots just to get rid of Mrazic's contract, which is a win for them. Yeah, exactly, because he was not going to be playing for them. So, honestly, it was a pretty good scenario for them. Especially in a weak draft, like, like it's just a crapshoot. Yeah, oh yeah. I just want to shout out uh, the Canucks drafting Elias <laughs> Pedersen 2.0. I was waiting for that. <laughs> and Elias Pedersen 3.0? Yeah. The kid they got in the first round, wasn't he? Yeah, was I'm going to I'm going to butcher the name Jonathan Lekramaki. Yeah, that's Patrick, Patrick Alvin said it way better than me. Um, <laughs> but he seems like he's very light forward already but i heard he models this game off of brock besser so very interesting combo there we got a elias besser combo right now <laughs> yeah. uh yeah just just as a canucks fan i know that it was just like funny to see that and like i was telling you guys earlier they definitely had that planned or something which is which is even better oh, yeah What's funny, too, is that he was projected to go around there. I think Kyle looked it up earlier. He was the 37th-ranked European skater. So the fact that they got yeah. him is quite funny. And actually, he doesn't seem too bad. I mean, he's a pretty sizable defenseman. So, I mean, that'd be interesting to watch. Um. Also, I just want to mention all these JT Miller um rumors on draft day had me going crazy at work like i was on my phone like every 30 <laughs> seconds seeing if there was an update because i would just see on oh, twitter boss yeah from all, from all these analysts man they're like rumors jt miller to washington for yeah. Connor mcmichael and a pick and another pro another Wait, prospect they actually had like, like trades thrown out there yeah um, that was also yeah. kind of rumor based like what okay yeah, yeah. but mcmichael was thrown around same with uh, same with the Isles thirteenth pick. Yeah, that was a big one. And the Canucks for Miller. Actually, obviously, it'd be more included, but that's kind of the scenario to be like. <laughs> I would hope so. Max, yeah. as another Canucks fan, obviously, do you want to see Miller stay? Uh, well, I'm indifferent about it because <laughs> or 
I honestly yeah, segue into the trades. Yeah, exactly. So. so I mean, like I love Miller and I love how much value he brings to the Canucks. He plays on every scenario, power play merchant. Um, you know, plays with a lot of heart as well. There is times, obviously, where you see him get a little bit maybe too frustrated and gives up on the play. Um, but I think it's his value is too it, high it not increased. to trade right now. And unfortunately, we're not going to be able to pay him next summer. Yeah, we and you don't want him walking for, for a nothing. good deal, right? So yes, and next summer you have to pay Horvat, which is a priority over Miller, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know, man. I just I think he literally is like the heart of the team. Whenever we go to Canucks games, we like watching him live is crazy because like he's he's a hard worker and like the stuff he can do, the passes he can make. Like yeah. he's got a great playmaking ability, just all around. Like all, he's an all-around player that you need. Mm-hmm. But if that means that we get, you know, a couple good players and a draft pick or whatever, like some assets, that'd be good for Canucks' future. Yeah, with all the forwards that we have in our system, and you know, still developing, uh, priority oh. right now is to get a nice top four defenseman, and with some size, I would say. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Someone like Tyler Myers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I, I, I was hearing rumors about him on draft day two going to Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, Ottawa's was in on everyone. But uh I mean I mean like hey at this point I think Myers would help Ottawa's defense. Oh, definitely. Because right now they have Shabbat playing twenty six minutes a night. <laughs> That's about yeah, it. Like every, every night, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. He might, he might, he might change their defense, but I don't think he would help their defense. That's that's yeah, that's a good yeah, way to put exactly, it. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I think like, good... I don't think there would be any net positive from Tyler Myers <laughs> on Ottawa. Yeah, <laughs> like, like he's no better than Nikita Zaitsev. He's probably a little bit better than Hamannik, but like, not much. He's twice as expensive. <laughs> way more expensive than that. <laughs> Also, I just want to like, mention too. Three million dollar deal. Sorry, I guess off. yeah. Obviously, we have a Colorado fan here. How do you feel about them winning the cup? You're obviously stoked. Oh, still finally, buzzing. still buzzing. finally happened. I have yeah, four hundred dollars merch coming in the. Do you actually? Do you? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> well, okay, I had to buy two shirts and a hoodie, and then I was like, just like, okay, what else could there be? And then I just like kind of went off with like golf towel um, did you buy a jersey no i already have two jerseys i'm gonna hold off i, I want to see what their next like 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 third jersey or something fun is like like i i, I really regret not buying the nordiques um yeah that's all i was gonna yeah. say <laughs> reverse retro jersey because i had it in my car and i was like nah i don't want to spend this much right now but i totally regret that so Next, next fancy jersey they bring out, I'll, I'll be, I'll be dropping, dropping money on that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, huge cup win. Shout out Joe Sackick for bringing the team down from the dumps. Shout out Nathan McKinnon for uh, pushing everyone to their limits. And, Might as well um, shout out the whole team. They did insane. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, shout out Val for playing oh, on a broken God. foot. Poor guy was on a wheelchair for the parade. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, Sows for keeping us in the playoffs, and shout out Kemper yeah. and his one eye for getting us there. Yeah. I didn't believe <laughs> no, in him, but him. you know what? He made the saves yeah, when he had to. Yeah, they didn't sign him. They traded for what? They traded for Georgiev. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got Georgiev yeah. coming in, which uh, will segue us right into the trades. Um, yeah. Well, we what do base... you guys think of the the Georgiev trade? Let's let's see. It was uh, sorry, I don't that off the top of my head. Two thirds and a fifth round pick. Well, do you, think, do you think that's fair value? It's hard to say. I mean. Georgiev, the past, I believe it's two or three years, he's been very inconsistent. He's, yeah. He was almost prospected to be their next starter and then kind of fell through, and now with Shesterkin obviously got oh, blown out of the water. Yeah. Um, but he had some really solid night, like games this past year. So, Well, there was a 41 save yeah. win somewhere along the lines. I, I, I don't Near the end of the year, he had some really big performances, I remember. Oh, because Shesterkin was injured for yeah at the end of the season a little bit, right? I believe so, and they're kind of resting him some more too. So yeah, so yeah, it's... No, I'm, I'm I'm super excited. It, it's it's it'll, it'll be a coin flip whether whether he's the starter or he's the backup. He was brought in to be the starter. Yeah, exactly. I think him playing consistently will will definitely be a game changer because right now he's playing like one out of every seven or eight games. Yes. Yeah. So he's going like two or three weeks between starts. Yeah, it's pretty tough to do. Lights out. So, so I mean, I would ride that guy as far as you could, right? If if he's mm-hmm. if he's single handedly dragging your team to the playoffs, both him and Kreider. Oh like, God, yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm super excited. I, I I don't I don't know whether they can win back to back cups with Georgiev and Net, but. They've done it like they've they've brought in goalies that were backups on good teams before. They brought in Varlamov and yeah, turned into a starter. They brought in Grubauer, he turned into a six million dollar man. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're we're in pretty good shape. That that leaves us in a good position cap wise going to free agency, mm-hmm. being able to resign. Uh, I think New must be your main priority. Absolutely, that yeah. guy's lights out. He's... He played Taylor in the playoffs. Yeah, he, yeah, he went off the first. That was yeah, that was unreal. Like like the fact that he like scored zero goals oh, on God. Dallas one year, and then now he's he's just like a top six forward on a cup winning team with just just an unreal work ethic as well. Yeah, great just defense does it and, all. And, scores when you he's an analytical darling too oh my god oh absolutely <laughs> and you know how much i love analytics oh, so yes yeah. but that's but that's how Sackett built the team right that's why that's why taves was acquired um basically robbed from from the islanders um yeah getting players like lekkanen in just another analytics darling um yeah, yeah. that so, whole team is just built and uh Unfortunately, that probably means Kadri um, won't be able to afford him. He played Unreal this year. And Burkowski, I think Avalanche and Burkowski are just too far apart. So, yeah. I heard yeah. the Canucks were interested in Kadri, potentially, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't That'd know. That'd be a great but... decision. I just don't know if they can afford him yeah, with, that... uh, with the $20 million they have put into three guys on the back end. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna try to <laughs> hey, uh, You know Jesus. what? Hey, we're lucky we don't have Ericsson and Beagle and Roussel anymore. So we can get them again. They're all free agents. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say they're all free agents. <laughs> three by threes again. Let's do it. Yeah, I miss I miss Ericsson. Year, but now you have to wait how many years of of uh, Oh, he still has like another six. Yeah, it's. I I just want to speak on this Ericsson thing. I know it was a while ago, but <laughs> but, but I was honestly excited for him to come to the Canucks because I watched him play with the Sedins in the international tournament, and he popped off with them. So I'm like, if these guys can go crazy together, maybe Ericsson will help us take it to the playoffs. Every single one of those six million dollars yeah. he got a year until he actually uh, put on the Canucks jersey. Yeah, yeah, and then all this guy's good for is either scoring in his own net or. Yeah. Scoring empty net goals. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. His first ever goal for Canuck was an own goal, and that just set it off. It's funny that too because was... I was at that game, and I was. It was so hard to watch. It was yeah. so hard to watch. Just him slumped over the bench, looking up. Yeah. <laughs> just I mean, yeah. When you pay him to put pucks in the net, I don't think he he, he got the hint what net it was supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly not. He never learned throughout the year, I guess. Yeah. And and how he's on like fourth line on Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna rip through some trades, and you guys are gonna pick who you think won the trade. Alrighty. Um, we got Vegas trading away of Genny Dadanov actually Ooh. this time to the <laughs> to team he actually to can the go Montreal to. Canadians for the for the carcass of Shea Weber. Who do you think won that trade? Go ahead. You can go ahead, Max. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's not bad. I mean, I, I'm not too familiar with how the LTIR works. So, I mean, if Vegas can use it to their advantage, which I believe they can, then it's no, LTIR is a wild, wild west. You can throw whoever you want on there. Yeah. You want, man. So, like, oh, it's, just, it just seems the older Romeo Island days when it was in Toronto. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> just... You know, Joffrey Lupo, everyone. Contracts somehow got injured. Yeah, <laughs> David Clarkson, Joffrey Lupo, yeah, LTR. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Vegas. We all know. I think Weber is unfortunately not going to play anymore. Yeah. Great, great career for him. But so it's it's a bit of a toss up. Dadunov doesn't have the greatest contract, but. Yeah. It's is he going to help Montreal with the scoring problem? Uh, you know, a good change of scenario for him could do him pretty good. He was decent on Florida before, so... And Ottawa could be a little bit more deadly this year, so we'll have time will tell with that like one. How many teams has that been on? That guy's been on, like, he's, already... He's like, around a lot, hey? I believe so. Uh, Not that many, though, because I think he might have... Honestly, for the for the five or six years he's been back in the NHL, he has because 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 he played in the KHL until he was like twenty six or twenty seven, and then he got yeah. signed. So, um, I, I I would give that that win to the to the Golden Knights there. Um, obviously yeah. Weber still takes up a contract spot, so it's not like they can go out and sign somebody, but uh, but oh, yeah. straight on LTIR, and now they can manage the cap a little bit better. Yeah, the real so, win for them is shedding that cap yeah which they want to do <laughs> at the deadline <laughs> Boys, uh cory said you can hop on if we want to bring him on to the podcast okay let me mention it here you can load up hey, your 
Next. Mikey, I got another one here for you. Okay. We got Kevin Fiala to the Kings for Brock Faber and a first-round pick. And that so... pick turned into... Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> I have it here if you... <laughs> no, 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 I got it. <laughs> Don't take this away from me. I'm, I um, can see his name. <laughs> Liam Ogren. There you go. Um... Don't know much about the guy, not gonna lie. I don't really follow the draft after after Colorado got good. <laughs> but when Colorado was shitty crap crappy, sorry, sorry, Max. Um when Colorado was crappy, um I knew all the prospects so well. So I mean like that was with the Canucks too, whenever they had like you know, top ten picks. I didn't really follow it as much as I should have this year. But I roughly just know like the top ten players. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, I think um I think Fiala going to LA is gonna be huge for them because he's honestly a sick player. And they needed another winger that can score. They did really well last season. Obviously they made it to the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. So I mean Kevin Fiala just coming in is gonna be the added bonus. Maybe with Kopitar, that'd be kind of sick. I think their power play would be Really good as well. Does so it, I think. Does Elliot yeah. beat Edmonton with Fiala on the roster last year? Mm. That's I, a good question. Well, they did go to Game Seven, so I think. So. Imagine. I think if, they imagine, might. Yeah. yeah. Although imagine if they had that one Fiala, other Although Fiala did not have the greatest okay. playoffs. <laughs> thing, and they're giving this guy. What was his contract? Ooh, I'd have to quickly look that up. It was like up. seven it was, million a year. It was basically like a seven by seven, roughly. Yeah, yeah, seven by seven. This guy is great in the regular season. I'll give that to him. But every time I pick him in a playoff pool, he does nothing. It's probably because he's on Minnesota, but like he's just a ghost when it comes to the playoffs. So. Yeah, I mean, like I always so mention, we do our uh, we do our drafts. Whenever somebody picks up Fiala, I'm like, shit, like that guy. Whenever he plays the Canucks, he destroys them. Like he literally scores goals on goals against the Canucks, yeah. and that's yeah. that's why that's why you know I think LA, like got a great player. And then Minnesota just good... trying to. Uh, I don't think Minnesota would have been able to re-sign him, but uh, yeah, they... to, like Brock Faber and 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 Ogren. I I I think that's a mediocre return for him, but but that's kind of all Minnesota could really muster. Yeah, I I've heard that also like doing some research that Minnesota did have a very good draft and having Ogren was a big win for them apparently that's good what's up boys we got Corey going on Corey (laughs) Corey introduce yourself yeah Um, uh, my name is Corey Seabird C-Money Birdie No Regretskis and uh the not reigning champ of the hockey pool. Well, I second none that. None of us here are. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely thought my team was going to pop off this season, and it did until playoffs hit. <laughs> Mine was a bit of a mess all year. So what are we talking about? We're just going through the trades and picking winners. Um, right now we're on the Ryan McDonough trade um, to Nashville for... Philippe Myers and Grant Mismash. What do you think? What Corey? a name. <laughs> um probably probably Tampa dumped some salary. Okay. Yeah. And okay. 
I, I, I mean, I it it does hurt Tampa a lot getting rid of McDonough because that's a very vital piece in their last two cup wins, um, and you know their third straight cup appearance. Um, so it's really, in a way, I I think they'll win that trade depending on what they do with that money they shed. Like I hear they're trying to get Platt back, but I don't know if that's going to happen. So he didn't have a good regular season. No, but he had a good playoffs. Yeah. He had a great playoffs though, and I guess that's what matters. Yeah, I'm the cup. glad I picked him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good pick. When you picked him, I was like, oof. I, I, he, he was terrible for me in one of my leagues. I remember. Yeah. Awful, <laughs> Mikey. What do you think there? I'm gonna agree with. Corey, to be honest, it's a good, uh, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good cap dump since they have to resign a couple players. And I mean, their defense is killer already with Hedman and Sergachev, but also I do agree with Max. It's going to hurt them a little bit, but depending on who they can sign, but if they can bring in another defenseman, that's, you know, the same type of player, then I think we'll be all right. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be hard to replace yeah. someone as valuable as McDonough, but for free agency, we'll get into it more. But there's not a crazy amount of defensemen for them I don't to choose from. Be able to, 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 to acquire well, anybody many... that's like McDonough, but I no. think having Sergachev being able to kind of bump up the roster, pick up some more minutes, will help. That and uh, yeah. just bump everyone up. How like what was what was McDonough's contract? Um, like six mil, uh, like like what, like three more years? Yeah, yeah like you hundred percent have to dump that. Like you just have to rebuild. It's gonna be a loss, but you have to take losses. It's uh, has got four years yeah. left at six point seven five. Yeah, like that's brutal. That's, that's brutal. Yeah, thirty three years old. Yeah, that's pretty tough. And and all he does is eat shots. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah, yeah absolute contract. punk muncher. <laughs> Punk yeah. But now looking at it, Nashville has three defensemen, all signed at least four years, and they're all in their late thirty or you know early thirties. And that would be Yossi Ekholm and McDonough. And McDonough, yeah. yeah so. I don't get why Nashville would do the deal too. Yeah. Like, why would you do this? I think that was their way of showing Forsberg that they're still trying to win. Oh, it definitely signing was. With them, so. But They're I, think not. Teams, I think both teams won that trade because Nashville gets another solid defenseman, um, but then Camp gets the flexibility and being able to move Sergachev up, up the lineup. But at the same time, Sergachev also not an analytics darling. Um, no. He doesn't have good analytics at all. So he's kind of a turnover machine. Yeah. And they're just hoping that, uh, yeah, I believe it's Calfoot that he can take a big step up next year. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be a good opportunity for him. And then Chernak played Unreal in the playoffs. Oh, I love him. And players like that. So, yeah, it'll it'll be good. It'll be good um, for Tampa mm-hmm. to have a bit more flexibility. Um, mm-hmm. Moving on to the Debrincat trade. Any any questions here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I already briefly what talked was... about it, so I'll let the others go. What was the trade? You got to bring Kat going to Senators, um, and then what went back the other way was uh, the seventh overall pick, the 39th overall pick, and then a third round pick in 24. 
Well, I mean, I have no idea. I, you know, hard to say for that one, really. Um, I think Ottawa yep. won hands down, in oh, my yeah. opinion. I, I, I think Max would agree with me there. Um, especially when they went and kind of took a bit of a reach at seventh overall. Um, defenseman. Um, sounds like a real well, robust guy, so. Yeah. The brink what, a back-to-back 40-goal scorer? Yep. Like, that, that's nuts. Like, that's pretty crazy. So, yeah, I mean, I would have to say, like, Ottawa, uh, you know, had a good opportunity with that one. You'd, you'd think that they would win, but see how he does in Ottawa. Exactly. I mean, he's a, yeah. he's a UFA, too, after, not after this year, but the year after, right? Uh, well, then what if he doesn't, what if he doesn't stay in Ottawa? Then you just give a bunch of picks for him. Yeah. So we'll see. Oh, actually, oh no, okay, he's, he's, he's an RFA, RFA after this season. Okay, okay. he's still only twenty-four. Yeah, mm. it's, it's it it fits with. Uh, I was listening to Ottawa GM. Like it fits with like you want your core to all kind of peak at the same time, and uh, you know it kind of fits with the age of of what they have there. So, yep. Yeah, let's get. They just need a goalie. Like who's Ottawa's goalie? Matt Murray. <laughs> No, honestly, okay. Honestly, who's their goalie? Well, there's a lot of talks that they're going after, like every is big free agent. It is technically that and Anton Forsberg. Forsberg, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, so they kind of need like a good goalie, but Definitely. I think they got good pieces everywhere. I was surprised they bought out Colin White. Yeah, like they couldn't trade him to like Arizona or what? Like I was interested. <laughs> It's always no, Arizona. No, no, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, that's, he's not that's a bad. A... I don't know what he's. What he's. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of teams looking at him now since he's just free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's the, like that's what Tampa does. They just pick up the guys that got bought out. His numbers aren't even bad. No, oh, it was just this contract that wasn't worth it. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um... Right. Maybe Doc trade. Montreal gets Doc. Islanders get Romanov and Oof. a fourth round pick. Chicago gets Where'd a first round pick and a third round pick. Uh, maybe Doc just ran away with that one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it earlier a little bit, yeah. but just I don't, these moves that Montreal are making are right for the team. So, I mean,. Obviously, we can say that now, but we're just going to have to see how it plays out because they had a pretty bad season. Um, well, actually, just coming from the finals to having that, like, it's so crazy how down it went. They shouldn't have been in the finals. I though. mean, yeah, it was, a, bit of a, it was a big fluke run right there. But... <laughs> I mean, they beat the Leafs. They beat Vegas, you know? Like, I don't know what you say you shouldn't be there. I mean, they beat the teams to be there, so. You're right. You're right. Thank you. I mean, everyone beats the Leafs, so it's, it's bye. Well, I mean, Tampa went to seven with them, one goal game. The Leafs <laughs> went to seven with them, or I mean, fuck, Canadians went to seven. With them. <laughs> I think that might be the first swear word. Yeah, <laughs> earlier, so but, no, uh, okay, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I, I'd say what what Mike said, like you know, remains to be seen. Like it looks like a good move. Obviously, Chicago is like rebuilding their rebuild or whatever they're doing. They're getting rid of all their like good players. players. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. all the young players. But I mean, but you mean, you know what? Like, it's like we're talking, like, like what are they doing? But it's like, well, they're trading their assets. Yeah. Like they're they're basically rebuilding. You know what I mean? Old guys, aside from Kane, old guys aren't gonna get much. So the assets they have are Jabrinkit and Doc and I don't know, does Strom still play there? Like those, like you know, they uh, they can't trade. Um, uh, who's the defense? Jones. They can't trade Jones. <laughs> like his contract is huge. So they're trading what they can. They, these young UFAs, and they're gonna just start over. They have new new GM. So I don't know. It makes sense like what they're doing like buffalo they had to trade they had to rebuild their rebuild but they had to trade their assets and it was eichel and um you know wrist and uh reinhardt so i don't know i got i it makes sense to me i mean we'll see how it plays out yeah exactly so i mean like we talked about draft a little bit earlier too they drafted frank nazar who was a goal scorer so you know he might have the same effect that debrinka had but again, you never know. They would hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if to bring it, uh, uh, you know, I don't think he's going to hit the goals or the numbers that he hit, uh, uh, on Ottawa. I don't, that would be my prediction. I mean, like, let me look at his stats. He's a goal heavy kind of player. Very right. Like, and you know, Kane. Yeah, exactly. that's what I was going to say, like playing with Kane. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't, if, oh God, wow, 78 points. Wow. Um, a lot of power play goals too. Hmm. I believe. Yeah. Like I definitely, he's like a piece, but I, I wouldn't really build my team around while well, they're not building their team around him, but <laughs> he's, I get uh, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a good piece. A goal scorer. 40 goals, almost 40 assists. Pretty good stuff. Minus 13, nice. Here we're going to do a couple last trades, rapid fire. Okay. okay. Uh, we got Leafs moving down to trade Mrazek away to Chicago. I already uh, mentioned it, but I think the Leafs won that. Leafs won that. They dropped 13 yeah. spots and got rid of Mrazek's. That's a loss for the Leafs for even being in that position. <laughs> well, that's true. They shouldn't have been there, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's an L. The Mikey. win for the other team. Anyway. Mikey, you got the same thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Mikey, we got Arizona getting Cassian, first-round pick, second-round pick, and a third-round pick for a first-round pick to Edmonton. So giveaway three... Okay. Give away three spots and then two more picks to get rid of Cassian's contract. What do you think, Mikey? Uh, I mean, there he goes to Arizona, like the cap, the cap dump, uh, cap dump team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> honestly, I, I don't know. I think Edmonton maybe took the W on that one. I think so. Yeah, that's but I'm also. Well, what's Cassian's contract like right now? I'm, I'm not too it's, sure what he has left on uh, here. It's two years, three point two mil. Huh. So, I think that's a lot for Edmonton. They gave up way it, too much. Yeah, it is a lot. They did pay a lot to free that cap. Yeah. So let's hope they can use that yeah. cap to actually build around were, their team. Were they were they always planning on getting rid of Cassian or? Yeah, he's been a, like he's been a part of rumors forever. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know. Maybe that uh maybe that McDavid this. scandal. Maybe that McDavid scandal didn't help him too much. Oh God. <laughs> uh, very last one is to- Tony D'Angelo to Philly. 
width of seventh round pick for a fourth round pick, third round pick, and a second round pick? Uh, I don't know. I mean, actually, I think the better question is yeah, like how are Torts and DeAndre gonna get along? <laughs> yeah, like that could be. I talk, time will tell again for that one. Well, but... Why did Carolina? Why couldn't they resign him? I just don't think they wanted to. I think they wanted to look yeah. elsewhere. Really? Because he, yeah. he had a good year. He did, yeah. Like, I thought he was pretty good. So that was surprising. Carolina's got a ton of cap room. I don't know what they're planning on. Maybe they want to go for somebody like Klingberg instead. Yeah. Um, because they're definitely missing a piece on their on their back end if they want to continue to compete. So who knows? Yeah. I know they're kind of after Kadri too. Here we go. Now we're working. They had a great number. He basically, after not playing a year, he basically put up the same numbers he did two years ago with the Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they their cap space right now is interesting. So that'll be a team to watch for free agency. Yeah, I definitely agree there. Um, that's all I think we got for trades. There's nothing else that really happened. No Canucks trades for you guys to deep dive on. I'm sure you would have loved a T- JT Miller. Oh, God, JT yeah. Trade. I was watching the draft, and every time Bettman said there's a trade to announce, I was, I was like, oh, God, if the Canucks are involved. <laughs> Get a no freak. draft day grades for Max. <laughs> no. Um, let's jump into free agents, Max. And is our plan just to for us to say who we think they're going to? Yeah. If yeah, I have a list here. I can go through, ask you guys what you think, or if we don't have an opinion, it's more so like <laughs> how much money even so they'll make. <laughs> Some of them yeah. will be just uh, who knows exactly. Yeah. Um. So we'll. Start with U of here. So, I mean, the biggest name by far, I would say, uh, other than maybe Kadri, is uh, Goudreau. 115 points. Will will Calgary be able to resign him? That's the big one. Uh, I think they do. Yeah. Do you think they're... Uh... Uh, I think they like nine and a half. Ooh, I don't think he's making anything under ten. <laughs> After what he did, yeah, I don't. Yeah. He had, he's gonna he have a crazy good season yeah. last two three years. Yeah, but that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> he's twenty eight years old, so if you sign him for eight years, looking at I didn't even realize he's that old. Yeah. Keep in mind too, Calgary has 26, uh, 27 mil in cap space. They have to sign Matthew Kachuk <laughs> and Gaudreau and Mangiapane. And oh yeah, you're right. Good yeah, news. at yeah. least he's an RFA, so they yeah, can, two of them uh, are RFA's. This is this is his last year of RFA though, and then he's UFA. So you're e- e- yeah, if you're signing to a longer contract, you're eating a bunch of UFA years. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I, I think if they're smart, they don't resign him because that's just too much for that guy. Yeah, I would totally agree with you there. I don't, I don't think, I don't think he 
Yeah, I think like a team like, well, like New Jersey could go after Goudreau for some reason. I don't know. Big Isn't he Madrid. from New Jersey? I think he's from New Jersey too. Yeah, he is from New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, New Jersey. So maybe. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I think he's going to New Jersey too. I, I, I think, I think Calgary is going to be one of the front runners for Kadri, honestly, because I don't think their center depth is good enough to take them far in the playoffs. I think that's that's a really screwed them over when they when they ended up playing Edmonton it's is they just didn't have anybody to defend McDavid. It was the best player was what's his name? Backland? Yeah, and he's yeah. getting old. Thirty three years old now. Mm-hmm. What um uh never mind. Who's that that guy's not a center, right? The guy from Tampa? Blake Coleman? No, no, <laughs> no. the guy from Tampa. Okay. Yeah, because then Monaghan's like out too. Yeah, he might no, be traded. Uh, I, I, I think his, I think his career might be over. That, yeah. Lots of hip I mean, surgeries. Well, how many hip surgeries before you can't play anymore? Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. But he, yeah, he's also slowed down so much. You can tell that he's still not one hundred percent at all. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll just fire into the next one. We already. Mentioned his name a lot, but uh, Kadri. I think it's Seattle for Kadri. Mm. Seattle? That'd be, that'd be crazy. That'd be nuts, eh? How much term do you give a guy like that? He's 31. 31? You'd have to Five. give him seven years. Ooh. That's all he'd take, I think. I don't think he's taken six years. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> Where do you guys think he's ending up? I don't know. Seattle yeah. could be one. I heard Arizona uh, could be all over him just to that's... excite their fans. It's like all 3,200 of them. Because <laughs> they could just throw the bag at him. It's going to be, I don't know. I, just, I think it's going to be one of the teams that are definitely in the bottom that are going to get him. They got the, most of them have a lot of cap, right? Compared to compared to other teams that like Tampa or the Rangers, he'd be sick on the Rangers though. I don't know if Carolina does that though with Aho and then they are well since he signed long term they want Kakuniemi to be something. So, but Jordan Stahl's contract's up after the next year, so that's six million dollars gone. Uh, yeah. Interesting. But they're also gonna <laughs> find after next year with their goaltending situation with both of them being UFAs. Yeah. So. <clears throat> All right. Well, how about Malkin? Oh, Malkin. Yeah, that's a big one. I think he might be going to like the Rangers. I don't think he's re-signing in Pittsburgh. That's for sure. What do you think? Yeah, then didn't they just uh, they just resigned Chris Letang too? So I don't think they're oh, gonna be able to. Uh... They resigned Letang, Rust. So I mean, those are two big money players right there. I just don't think oh they God. can afford to pay Malkin. 
Especially on, on like what he's thirty five now, something like that. Yeah, thirty five. Thirty five. So it's 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 just not really. I mean, it is part of what they have going on. Like they're an old ass team now. They yeah. uh. Yeah, they're they're. they're... Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> what do you think, Corey, where do you think Malkin's going? Malkin? Uh, yeah. Man, it seems like they just they don't really want to resign him. I think he wants to stay, but I don't think they're uh, tough on. I think I think it's more likely that they get a deal done um, than than he leaves. But if he did leave, uh, yeah, I say Rangers. Rangers are the tight. They're they're such the team to sign Malkin. Like. <laughs> big star like that's just such a new york thing um la maybe i don't know uh yeah i could see a movie i have no idea where though but i think more likely that they get a deal done it seems like they're wanting to oh, actually i don't know you know i don't know what pittsburgh's in they're, they're weird like are we going the fact that he really wants to stay yeah like because he tweeted yeah, yeah. out after Latang signed, I hope that I don't have to face yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think it's more likely they, they get something done. Yeah. All right, next well, list, um, we can go. We already kind of talked about Klinberg, so, I mean, we don't have to go into that too much more. But we'll go with the interesting one. I'll say Trocek. Trocek. Uh, oh, I want to take this one. Alrighty. I think Colorado. I think he'd be a great replacement for Nelson Kadri. They need a second Ooh, line center. Okay. New Hook's not quite ready if they sign for like a four year, twenty million dollar deal. I think he would I think he would flourish. And then once New Hook moves up into that role, then he can kinda of go back to a third line role for the last couple of years of the contract or get traded. Yeah. I mean I like the idea of that. <laughs> Me too. No, I, I, I could definitely see him going there. Yeah. He was killer for he was killer for Carolina. Oh yeah, the guy that I didn't fantasy too picking him up. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like having him. He does it all. Oh, he does it all. Right. Him and uh, Nuchushkin on his wing—that'd be a pretty deadly pairing. Well, that's exactly it. If you have Trocheck with the, with the Chushkin and and Lekkinen, oh, like that's an insane. That line, line is all defense, over you. Forecheck, <laughs> like, like you just have no space. Yeah, that that'd be a nightmare for the other team. Put them out against any team's top line, and then you can have the McKinnon line just. Go and then yeah, the other one just eats you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shit. Start a recipe for success. What do you guys think for Trocheck? Where else could he go? Uh, I don't know for probably probably some of the teams you mentioned that are looking for a center, but other than that, I don't know. Yeah, I was just gonna say any team that really needs a top or centerman should be going after him. Yeah, like Rangers could be if they're not in on Malkin. They're a team yeah. looking to fill their second center spot. I could definitely, I could definitely see um, Trocheck going to the Rangers. If like, so if they, if say Calgary doesn't resign Goudreau, like they might look to add, you know, a, 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 a lesser name to fill the spot like Trocheck. Yeah. And then fans aren't as uh, 
pissed too that they didn't re-sign someone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll be in a tough position if Goudreau leaves. I mean, at least Kachuk isn't going anywhere, but... Yeah. I mean, yeah. it seem like I mean, did, Calgary, like, they don't really have any young forwards, though. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I can't think of anyone that's, like, a notable name. Like, Kachuk's their, their youngest, and anybody around his age isn't NHL quality. Yeah. Yeah, but you never know. I mean, they made a big, like, Lindholm was such a good move for them. Maybe they make a splash if they don't re-sign Goudreau. Maybe they make a deal or for something. Yeah. Going back to the Klimberg talk topic, I was thinking Winnipeg. Like, that's what okay. I've been thinking. But... Him and Bonus don't get along. Like, like he he turned into such a ineffective yeah. player under Bonus. So and I just can't see him going to Winnipeg now. With that, the Winnipeg would definitely have to move some of their D. Whether that's Dylan or Morrissey's contract is not going to be moved, but yeah, they'd have to move someone. They're in a tough one there. Uh, Pionk, he's making six million almost. Goodness gracious. Yeah, they're. Schmidt making six mil? Wow. Yeah, no, wow. <laughs> I forgot about Schmidt. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Their defense is set. Yeah, no, they're um not 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 playoff quality defense by any stretch, but they can't really fit anybody else in there. Yeah. <laughs> they have a lot of money to spend up front. How about uh about one player that's already been signed? The Vancouver Canucks. Who's Manko? What do you guys think about that, Max Corey? As Canucks fans, what do you think he's going to be able to do for the team? Uh, I mean, I'm hoping he, it, it works. You never know with these with these KHL stars that come yeah. over. Like, and actually, I think more so they underperform than than overperform. Like, the only one that's really flourished, I think, is Panarin. I think yeah. the others have either met kind of like. The expectation or falling under like the last i think big name was like dadanoff that came over and like he's, he's okay i don't even know if he's still playing actually i couldn't tell you where he is but he was good with florida i think uh and then what was remember that the shapachev or whatever for vegas he never oh, even played God, yeah yeah so you know it's really hard to to say he was, I think. Good. He was nhl quality yeah yeah that was a weird one i don't i don't he just didn't want to wait for his opportunity and then he just got put on the fourth line yeah mm. Another but, big name is um, Kucherov. Kucherov? Yeah. But he never came from the K, did he? He played a number of years over there, did he not? He got drafted well, like late, but yeah. Well, he, he wasn't... Uh, well, how old is this guy that's coming to the Canucks? I believe he's... 26. Yeah, there you he's go. like 26. Okay, yeah. So like he's established, you know what I mean? Let's so, not forget about Kaprasov. That's true. <laughs> he came over and he was a star right away. Right, right. Yeah, so, I don't know. Something to get the fans excited about. Uh, we'll see how it goes. See how it fits with the coaching style and I, add a little offense, I guess. I can personally say I, I know nothing about the guy. I didn't even know why y'all were getting so excited. Like, I don't know anything I just about saw that he was a big free agent from the KHL and the Canucks got him so that got me excited <laughs> and it was a forward for a million dollars so Canucks did good there 
they need that yeah. bank for you guys twenty million dollars on the back end. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I said. Think if we if we add a piece like that, if we keep Miller for a year, like say we say we don't even trade Miller, like you know, the could be the the see what this team is capable of, I guess. Like because if this guy's white, if he has a big year and he only plays one year, there's no guarantee he'll stay next year. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Well, those are some of the bigger names for forwards. We can go over. There's two big goalies this summer. There's Kemper and Campbell. So, what are yeah, our really thoughts? Weird. Yeah. Don't forget who so. to go over him too. Oh God! What what about Huso? Could throw him in there. Huso was resigned after yeah. getting traded to Detroit. Oh right, right, okay. Um, well, I think one of them is for sure going to Edmonton, and it seems like they're going after Campbell, unless they trade. So, and then I don't know who else yeah. is looking for. Well, Colorado needs a goalie then if Kemper leaves. They got right. Right. Yes, it, a lot of... the notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Washington is interesting. I was gonna say I heard Washington is like a lock for Kemper. Yeah, they traded with uh, Vitek Vanacek, and Samsonov is just shaky as heck. So yeah, and they're they going hard on Kemper. Yeah, they'll Did... definitely get one of them. Except Did they not trade Vanacek? Yeah, he went to... Where did he go to? It was New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. right. So, okay, it looks like, you know, Camber to Washington, Campbell to Edmonton, but then that opens one up for Toronto. So, what are <laughs> other goals? For Matt Murray right yeah, now. Yeah, Matt Murray seems Matt like he's so bad. locked to go there. That is so bad. <laughs> like, man. I Campbell yeah, was... Like, Campbell was okay, but... In the playoffs, like he was outperformed. He had some good games, but he was not consistently good. Campbell, like, so yeah, he was he was shaky down the stretch. I, I had him in fantasy. He was unreal like the first half of the season, and then he got yeah. injured, and he was never the same last year. Mm-hmm. I was so, so mad he was doing so well in the first half. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Carolina should trade one of their guys. Um, Interesting. The guy that played well in the playoffs. Who was that? Who was he again? Ranta. Ranta. Yeah, I mean, he can't maybe... stay healthy for more than three games yeah. in a row. Exactly. His, well, his trade value is so so down bad. Okay. Well, what about uh, or Pittsburgh? Maybe they'll look to move one of their guys. Well, they just signed this Smith like like two weeks ago. Okay. Well. <laughs> Last year of Tristan Jari, so, but you would assume they'd maybe re-sign him. Mm. Tristan Jari. Yeah, so. Go back Thursday to him letting him five goals the first game a couple years ago and <laughs> just blowing up my fantasy. <laughs> Why would uh, Fleury re-sign in Minnesota? That's a weird one to me. Yeah. Ooh, actually, that's, that's one. one thing to talk about too, right? Is is the Fleury re-signing? Like. Yeah. I thought not being too happy. 
And Maybe he likes it. That, like I'm a, I guess so. I guess he likes it. I there, just but... sick of getting moved around so much, and I'm sure Billy Garen was like, "We will not trade you." So he's yeah. like, "Yeah." Give and me he the money. just made sure to get that two-year deal. So. Mm. And then that kind of brings Talbot's name forward as a as a trade candidate for anyone. I mean, obviously oh, definitely. Edmonton. Edmonton you know, Talbot again. Talbot. <laughs> Why doesn't Talbot just play better? Like, why? Like, I'm a, like he's upset. It's like, just be better. I don't know what else to say. Less. Like, so yeah. I don't even think I don't even think Flurry won the starting job last year, and I wouldn't say Talbot even lost the starting job. I think they just chose Flurry because it's yeah. the name. Like, I don't yeah. think that there was much, um, much going into the decision other yeah. than oh, Mark Andre Flurry's won a cup before. Yeah, I don't that think also the goalie was the issue in that series against St. Louis. Oh, they absolutely. just got beat. Yeah, in every facet. St. Louis was an amazing team. They're gonna do great this season too. So maybe not so much with Bennington in net, but it's to be seen. <laughs> Bennington. Yeah. Well, he was doing good in the playoffs until Kadri. <laughs> He was, yeah. Kadri? No, it was Callie Rosen. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, don't get me started. I can go off. Yeah, I know. (laughs) We don't got time for that. We have to wrap it up. (laughs) What did he say? Water bottle? He said it was like a a gift from, no, what do you say? It was like opportunity or something? Yeah, yeah. A God-given opportunity. (laughs) God-given opportunity. (laughs) 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 One yeah. last one as well, now that we're done with the goalies. Claude Giroux. Ah, yes. Where could he go? I mean, I, Ottawa wants him. That's his hometown team. I think Carolina he'll take wants him. They need another deal. center or winger. Everyone, I would say everyone wants him. Yeah. I mean, I he think, goes to Ottawa. That I could be Ottawa. What do I? With a Debrinkat addition and then. It yeah, would be probably. good for Ottawa to get like a veteran like that. Yeah. Is he okay. from Ottawa? He's he from is. he's from the area. I think he's from the area. I was thinking he's, like he's from Ontario, Hearst. Hearst. I don't okay. know. <laughs> I don't do mm. geography. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think a lot of teams will be in on him, so. Absolutely. Even Calgary I mean, to a certain extent too, he's right? Yeah. He, he'll, he'll pick like a uh, yeah, well he wants to win, right? He wants to pick a team that he thinks he'll win with. Colorado. Yeah, I was going to say, if he, <laughs> yeah. he was wanting to pick a team that he would win with, then he would, then he would have chose Colorado, not Florida. <laughs> I don't know. All you guys chose Florida too, didn't you? To win it he all or just to, win to get it? to the finals? Some of you did. I know that. I picked. I definitely picked them to win it all. I just had them to go to the cup final. Yeah, like I had them <clears throat> cup finals or conference finals too, I forget. But like with a team like that and the season they had, like how can you not predict them to win the cup? Yeah, just their mm. defense slowed them down. I mean, I don't think they would. Yeah, so That's I mean... all I got. <laughs> Any other free agents y'all got? Yeah, that's a lot of the big ones. I mean, there's a lot of. Is there? Is PK one of them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where's PK? 
uh, sports mm-hmm. event. <laughs> I think PG is getting acquired by uh, CBC Hawking Canada. <laughs> Just all yeah. of them. So, yeah, I think that's. What about any RFAs? There's good plenty of RFAs. I I can read them off. I don't know if any offer sheets come in. It'd be interesting. Like you got, I'll read them off here. Matthew Kachuk, Robertson, Brat, Dubois, Line, Mangiapani, Norris, Dobson. Those are some big ones, at least. Yeah, those are. Jake Ottinger. Maybe someone really goes after him with an offer sheet. That would be nuts. That would be nuts. <laughs> I think he played. He played was... really well in the playoffs, didn't he? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like he yeah. Very, I think he, every team yeah. you mentioned is in a really good position to match offer sheets. They have yeah. So, much time, so I don't see many or any of them. A name that randomly mm. got thrown out there the other day was that quote from. Uh, I forgot his name off off to my head. <laughs> Cal Dubis, uh, from Rasmus Sandin. Contract talks not going well over there. Uh, Sandin was that Toronto? Yeah. So who knows? I mean, Toronto's peaked. I think. I don't. I'm looking at the changes here. Like, I don't think they have a solid goalie. I don't think they're going to do as well as they did the last two years. Might be make the playoffs, but I don't see them First making round exit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, the last two years, they had they had a team capable of a deep run, and they they found a way to lose. They're going to have a harder time now. Yeah, and keep in mind it's the second last year of Matthew's contract before he's a UFA. Yeah, Yikes. so they got. Like, yeah, why do they sign all these guys to deals that just holds their hand right into unrestricted free Yeah, agency? like Matthews ends when he just is eligible. Yeah, and <laughs> like, Marner's one year afterwards, too. Yeah, yeah. Nylander, all of them, they're all U- UFAs. Jeez. Like, literally. I, I, oh. I, could see, I could see the Leafs swinging the deal for Cam Talbot. Oh yeah. If uh, if if yeah, if none of the free agents go their way, yeah, they probably have yeah. to trade someone pretty solid, like Amirov or something like that. It's like or their only top with... prospect, but yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say we're <laughs> Nicholas Robertson. Uh, well, yeah. kind of a step below him. Yeah. But if if the talks aren't going well with Sandine. Maybe yeah. they're putting him in that package too. Obviously, it wouldn't yeah. be worth it for what you're getting from Talbot. But... <laughs> yeah, well, uh, see who goes. Goes. so is there any other topics you guys want to cover? Um, I got something that I probably missed. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Shane Wright a little bit at the okay. start. <laughs> yeah, we did yeah, the we fair bit. <laughs> What are, your, what are your thoughts on him slipping? Um, you know, I'm I'm surprised he slipped, but and like, 
I don't know the, the the reasons like specifically, but it seems like people are kind of talking about like always attitude or or big head or whatever, which is fair. It seems like that a little bit, but also like media has been talking about him as the first overall for the last two years. So like this kid's probably thinking he's going first overall for the last two years. Like obviously he, he wants to be the first overall, and then I think people always always take like like out of context quotes and stuff and so i think they're blowing it out of proportion a little bit about like his attitude to be being taken not first and all this stuff like just see how it plays out and like i don't know if i thought i was going first and i went fourth i'd kind of be pissed too so i think people are just blowing it blowing it up a little bit my thoughts that's a really good point you know, like, you know, people, and then, and it's just because he's the first overall, like so many kids say like, oh, you know, I think I'm the best player in the draft or like, you know what I mean? Like they're taught to kind of sell themselves a little bit. If you watch an NBA draft, like that's literally what everyone says. <laughs> like, it's like that adi- attitude times a hundred. So we get like one, like a little bit of like attitude in hockey and it's like this big deal, but I don't know. It kind of makes sense to me. So, uh, but I was definitely... Definitely surprised. Oski did too with with uh, with like there were so many things that came out in the media that was like, oh, I hear Suzuki and Caulfield are looking for a left winger. Here I am. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Is that any different than than Shane Wright having a little bit more confidence? Yeah, exactly. So, um, and these kids are eighteen, like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. Like, so we'll see. We'll see how it plays out, but. Uh, I think the biggest thing I hit on with Shane Wright was just, like, he's probably going to be the best player coming out of the draft, and the three teams that didn't take him are going to regret it. Yeah, you think so? I think so, yeah. Could be. Like, even if Slavkowski and Nemec are better fits for the team, Shane Wright will still be, in my opinion, probably the best player coming out of the draft. Yeah, it's hard (laughs) that early in the draft to go by position. It should just be best player available. I think. Like how often do players that are so sound defensively and, and also talented offensively come along? Yeah. Not very. Mm-hmm. Is that his deal? He's good both ends? Yeah, good two-way yeah. player. Um, I think the big knock on him from this year was just that his offensive numbers went down. But mm-hmm. offensive numbers are going to go down when your coach turns to you and gives you the, the captaincy and says, we need you to be more of a team player and not just try to dangle through their entire team. So. Mm. That's how it's gonna go. Hmm. Yeah, it'll be fun to watch. I mean, yeah. there's no runaway. There was no real runaway for the draft, so it'll be fun to watch. It's nice when drafts are like that. It's like like the McDavid draft and stuff like that. Like it's just so obvious he's going first overall. It's kind of nice. And and next year too with Bedard, like no question. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I guess the Russian kid could push him for for first overall, but maybe not anymore. So. It's what's interesting is there's been no franchise player, like no real franchise player drafted since uh, Matthews, I'd say. Like there's been some good players and there's been some kind of busts actually. Like, oh yeah, you know, probably. Well, it depends how far you go. If you go to the top five, like you have Makar in the top five. Bust. <laughs> but I mean, you know, like I wouldn't say Petey's a franchise player. I would definitely not say Heisher, Patrick, or even Heiskanen is. Like, 
um, Makar, you could say. Um, but then other than that, like, Jack Hughes is, like, he's good. Like, he's, like, your, I guess, the top center, you know? Um, like, who else has been picked here? Yeah, like, Rasmus Dahlin, pretty good player, but Yeah, exactly. Like, it's crazy, because you think that the talent would kind of go up, especially with the, like, we had, we had, it was McDavid and Eichel, basically two, I would say, two franchise players. And then uh, Matthews right after that. And, uh, you know, Liney hasn't really been that. but So it's interesting. It's been kind of weak. Like the first few picks have been kind of weak. Kyle, do you have any thoughts on uh, Corey calling Eichel a franchise player and not Makar? <laughs> I said Makar was. Oh, you yeah, said he, he, say he said he, he was, was debatable. <laughs> he was very yeah, hesitant, he was though. Very <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, I, 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 I think Eichel is definitely talented enough to be a franchise player, but I think the circumstances surrounding him have just really gone against him most mm-hmm. of his career. Honestly, whether it was his early days in Buffalo, where he didn't have anybody surrounding him, um, to him having a brutal neck injury that Mm -hmm. the team wanted to start fusing his bones together and then uh and then breaking his thumb right when he got back from that neck injury like just awful luck so i think i think next year we're gonna see a whole new eichel and uh i don't think i'm gonna be scared to draft him in fantasy either because it's gonna be a wagon yeah i'm scared (laughs) vegas could be be back That's that's kind of what I wanted to jump into the next topic. Like I mentioned to you guys a couple days ago about a specific topic that I wanted to discuss. It's about the uh, coaching change in Boston and why they fired their coach. Yeah. Go for it, Mikey. I was like, what are are your guys' thoughts? (laughs) Because I have a buddy in Boston who is a big Bruins fan. I know he was majorly confused on the decision. And then... Bruce Cassidy goes and joins Vegas, an already pretty stacked team. He's I, just going to help improve them more. So, I... from so from what I heard, I uh, I heard that the reason why Krejci left was because of Cassidy, and I think Bergeron was kind of in the same boat where Cassidy was just very very demanding of of even his veteran players. Um and just not very pleasant to be around on a daily basis. So I think that was a big part of it, was just the team not really following his direction anymore, which kind of sucks because he's obviously a great coach. Like, Boston had no business pushing Carolina to six six games? Six or seven? Oh, yeah. It was a seven-game series. It was seven. Yeah, to seven games when they were so injured. Um, so, so I think he's a good coach. I think he'll do great for Vegas, but I think I – think the new Jim Montgomery um, is also going to do great for Boston too, and it's probably going to be a bit um, what the players are looking for at this stage in their career when they, where they know where they have to work hard and they're not, they don't yeah. need to feel that pressure from from the coaching staff. And it was also I mean, pretty. It, oh, go ahead, sorry. It just shows with 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 Cassidy getting fired, and then uh, and then DeBrincat rescinding his trade request, and then Bergeron <laughs> agreeing to come back. Fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, that's what I was going to mention. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, DeBrusque. Um, so, yeah, go for it, Max. Just yeah, I mean, I was basically going to say that point there. Uh, it really goes to show what that could have what could have been in that locker room. DeBrusque imme- almost immediately resigns his uh, trade request. So, And he, you know, was playing top-line minutes for a good portion of last year, so it's not like that was the issue. It was probably more what was put on him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Corey, any thoughts? Uh, not really. I, I, don't, I don't really. Sounds like you guys know more about it than me, so. I guess, uh, yeah. yeah. Mikey, anything else you wanted to add? Maybe an insight from your buddy? <laughs> no, I just uh, I didn't hear any news or rumors like you guys have, so that's interesting to hear. But it kind of makes sense why they moved him now. Because yeah. why else would you move a coach that's team for a while and it's got him to the playoffs, right? Oh, exactly. And it's, it's the same thing with, with Vegas getting rid of DeBoer. Like, it yeah. wasn't his fault that they missed the playoffs. I think they probably had, I don't know if they had, if they had the most man games lost last season, but definitely most man games lost. Oh, they, lost oh, they by, did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they did. <laughs> by, like, their top six guys, too, not, like, yeah, exactly. you know, exactly. yeah, bottom yeah. feeders, yeah. This was the team that fired Glant out of nowhere and hired DeBoer, and then they still did well after that. So, I don't know. Teams are quick to fire the coach these days. Oh, yeah. And, 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 I, and I heard a stat that, uh, that the Columbus Blue Jackets coach that was hired just over a year ago is already in the top 50% of, of tenure in the league. <laughs> That's 16 coaches fired in That's... the last 12 months. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, pretty much every summer it's kind of this whole carousel of swapping. Yeah, honestly, like don't, uh, you know, don't set ties down if you're a coach, basically. <laughs> yeah, unless you're John Cooper and plan on winning yeah. three Stanley Cups, like. Yeah, true. I just love hearing well, all these terms giving out to these coaches, like, oh, this guy signs a five-year deal, but like. I swear they never actually make it past that. No, no, I know. Or they'll like resign and then they'll just get fired. Like yeah, that year. <laughs> that's the funniest. Or it's like when a coach has had like great years. Like imagine if Cooper, like the, Tampa has a terrible start and they fire him after like you know all the success they've had. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I would have win the cup this year. I would have been calling for Bednar's head, but. Mm-hmm. but yeah that's I don't know I'm sure there's so much else that goes on too that, that we don't even see when it comes to like oh yeah talks about like strategy and stuff and maybe like a coach's stubbornness and just putting the same system out every single game when it's not working or like the strategy of the GM wanting to keep his job <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, the, or the very common strategy of uh, self-preservation yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, is there any other points you guys want to talk about, or is that pretty much it for today? We can uh, we can do the face-offs. <laughs> oh God! No, 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 no. That's I, another I, time. We'll, we'll, I, I we'll save that. Yeah, that. we'll get <laughs> that in probably August. Yeah, I think we do that when there's not so much going on. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be an hour-long podcast of me and Mikey eating our popcorn and 
That's me and Corey yeah. debate back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> and Aaron by then because we need three yeah. jury members. That's that's true. Three members eating popcorn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So next week we'll talk about the signings and any trades that happen and go yeah. from there. We got a big few cool. days coming up. Wednesday free agency. Wednesday cool. free agency. Yeah. Money's gonna fly. Or maybe they'll be smart like they were last year where everyone was so hesitant to give money out. <laughs> Well, it could be with great. only the cap going up like a mil, so. Yeah. And a lot of RFAs to sign, so. It we'll should see. be an interesting week. Yeah. All right. Kyle, my do you want to. That... Okay. Huh? Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, my guess is Kachuk isn't signed by the time we talk next. He'll probably be signed mid season. Ooh. That's a good. I like that one. That's Ooh. good. Good prediction. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think Brady signed until, like, right around training camp, right? It was He missed, like, a game or two, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Dude, like, no RFA is signed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. the thing to do. That's that, yeah. everyone? Yep. Perfect. Yes, sir. Well, uh, thank you to our loyal fans for tuning into the first episode of Telstar's podcast. Um, I guess we're signing off. Yeah. yeah, have a good one. See you next time. Play the outro. <laughs> <laughs>